Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? It's this is not Edgar Winker's Frankenstein. Huh. <laughs> All right. This is like Return of the King, but reverse, where we have many beginnings instead of many endings. Dude, I just watched that two days ago. Like or rewatched it, the the fucking extended edition. First of all, 23 minutes of credits at the end. Is that enough? I mean, it could have gone longer. Uh, <laughs> well, one of the things they did... Well, they thanked everyone in New Zealand, basically? Well, they did a thing where like, you could like contribute. It was basically... Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the highest grossing movies of all time. They needed those contributions. They needed a GoFundMe. They do shit like that, but no, they did uh, basically like uh, uh, Patreon before it was a thing. And anyone who contributed to all three got their names put at the end of the credits for Return of the King. So it was like just a list of fuck chuckles. Which is so pointless because when it's thousands of names, it it doesn't matter at all because no one sees your name. Right. Yeah. It's just Um, no one douchebag can be like, look, there's my name. Yeah. What were we talking about a second ago? Uh, Yafid Koto. No, after that. I don't uh, know. St. Patrick's Day is a su- stupid holiday. Oh, that is true. It's extra stupid this year since really nobody should still be going anywhere. Although we're getting there. I walked by um, with the with the soggy piss flaps. What's the name of that brewery on Portsmouth Ave in Exeter with the with like the sequin signed Sawbellies. Sure, I was that, and there was a ton of people sitting outside. What's it called? I don't know. He just made something up. Uh, Thirsty thirsty Moose. Yeah, there was a bunch of people on their deck, which is just a bunch of dead plants on on top of brick. They're outdoors. I know they're outdoors. That's a good thing. I guess. Um, Walking around ye old Exeter earlier today. How was that working out for you? It's pretty good. I mean, I didn't get rid of this mustache, so it could have been better. But is that for a reason or? Just- yeah, there's a couple couple dudes at work are doing mustache march, which I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's in November, but whatever. Yeah, they're like you should do it. So I was like, fine. I'm, you know, gonna get a shot, shoo away all this excess poontang being thrown my way. <laughs> yeah, <'Cause laughs> I had I had uh lunch at my mom's house today and she's like your mustache looks really good i was like how dare you i was like no it doesn't um yeah when's the next time you're going to be able to make like a follicle decision based on your own whims as opposed to someone else telling you what to do <laughs> hopefully april 1st well, yeah. start growing this back in because this this is basically a highlighter for a double chin it's like look see here's where one ends <laughs> And the next yeah, you got what the hand the handlebar? Yep. No, so it doesn't connect down there. I can't really tell on the video. No, oh, no. But I've I've mirrored this down below, so my pubes are the reverse. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can we start after this now? <laughs> oh, that's gonna scare people away. It's basically parentheses between your mouth and balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Yep. Um, so anything interesting happen in your days and nights? I mean, since last we talked, I, I, um, I had, uh, you know, thrombosed hemorrhoids, uh, dress. Let's get into that. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, we discussed, we, I think we talked the day or two before you were going to, the day um, before. Okay. Cause I just assumed it was, you know, I, I think it was the last episode that went up. I was talking about it cause I just thought it was the same thing I had had before. Twas not the case. Um, it was, uh, oh, they got in there good too. And it was, uh, so, it was, oh yeah, there was a whole team this time. It was, it, so it was all, it was all women. So when I get to the, emergency, and none of them even worked there. No. What, well, I get to the emergency room and there's a dude there who does, you know, he checks the temperature and asks all the COVID questions beforehand. So I answer that and he's like, so what brings you here today? And I was like, I've got this, uh, I was like this protrusion on my anus and it's, you know, there's a lot of pressure and he goes, <laughs> he was like, he's like, Oh, that sounds awful. I was like, yeah, it is. He goes, so there's something poking out of your asshole. And he said asshole. Like I made sure to say, <laughs> say anus. And I was like, you're supposed to use the right words. Was like, he just the guy at the front door? Or was he? Yeah, he didn't work there. He was just a, a, just a concerned citizen. It's a volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I had to put the stupid Johnny on. And it's so funny that they're like, like the little procedures that they do. Because they're like, you can leave your underpants on till we ask you to take them off and um you know and then they have me lay down what's that it's like a massage yeah and then they're like okay we need to take a look may we pull your underpants down i was like yep and how else are you gonna take a look yeah and it uh a lot of pressure and you know hurt a lot when uh so she's like i think this is actually a thrombosed hemorrhoids but hemorrhoid but i want to get another opinion so i had had i had I had had the one that was really sticking out, and then um, the neck that morning. Oh, so you had like a colony. Well, because I think there was one when we talked last time. The next morning, there was one on the other side too, um, bec- and it was basically because I had been uh, pushing so hard to get around the one that it basically made another one pop out. Um, and uh, <sighs> yeah, so the first doctor was really gentle second one came in and uh was not and she's like poking i was like ah that really hurt she's like suck it up and i was like what the fuck okay <laughs> and uh so they you know they cut them and then had to put pressure on them and she she's like well i just got a blood clot out do you want to see it i'm like sure and it was like about this big and it like an uh, inch yeah, about an inch, and it looked like a black gummy bear. Um, didn't taste like a black like gummy bear. No, okay. Yeah, um, still better than licorice gummy bears. Yeah, but because of that, be, be, they saw that, and then they found polyps uh, right at the entrance to the rectum. So they decided to remove those the same day too, and then you know they biopsied them, and then because of that, and because Did Lemmy Winks continue his journey in. <laughs> Yes. To look for more polyps? Uh, no, but I did have to go back for a colonoscopy uh, last week. Did you do it awake, like me? Fuck no. No. Pansy. Yep. 
Um, but they didn't find any other special surprises in my uh, damp cavern. Really? You're just a uh, front door problem kind of guy, huh? Yeah. But there's, you know, there's family history, so um, they, they just wanted to be sure. They just wanted to get all up in there. So how is everything feeling now? Are you, like, fully... Well, the hemorrhoids still haven't gone completely down. I had to have I had to revisit the surgeon last week, and he's just like, I mean, they don't hurt, but there's like they're like speed bumps now. Um, I mean, it's not huge, but it's speed bumps. How fast did you ship before? Pretty fast. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was just like he's like you know it's probably from pushing too hard. He's like also because I. He's like, where do you primarily go to the bathroom? I was like, where don't I go to the bathroom? <laughs> so I told him, I was like, I, you know, because he asked, I was like, I usually have a bowel movement first thing in the morning. And then I was like, I there's generally one, again, before I go to work, and then one or In the two. Walmart baby aisle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, one at work. And he's like, are you usually, like, hurried when you're doing that? I'm like, yeah. It's weird, because he said... You know, it can be from shitting too quickly, like basically like just... Yeah, getting... I always thought it was from sitting on the pot for too long. Well, that's what he said. He's like, do you sit on the toilet for a long time and read? I was like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, don't do that. I'm like, okay. So I got to take warm sits baths at least twice a week now. Nice. I was like, well, that's kind of your thing anyway. Lately. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm always looking for an excuse to, you know, so, see myself and treat myself right. To steep yourself in your own filth. Yeah. Get your uh, crotch and ass filth and really distribute it around to the rest. And of it's your great because then I have soup for lunch for the next day too. <laughs> you do. After now, after you take one of these baths, do you then drain the tub, stand up, and shower? No, but because I only when I take baths, it's not a utilitarian thing. It's I I only take baths at night. Like I don't take a bath to cleanse myself. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, you don't take a shower afterwards because you've just spread cacao all over, probably. No, I usually take a shit first and then, you know, give it give it the old thrice over. Okay. Yeah, it's not to clean shit out. It's just to, like, soften up the, um, you know, the, the, the veins that are protruding out of my ass oh yeah that was the one thing after i had that um for like 10 days afterwards um i had to jam gauze up my ass because i was just uh you know i was bleeding like a teenage girl and they didn't sew you up nope because they wanted to continue to drain so because of that i now am the proud owner of uh several pairs of my own period panties (laughs) I'm going to be selling those on my OnlyFans site. <laughs> I think technically it would have to be called OnlyFan when I put it up. Because that one guy, Herbert. I don't want to know who that one guy is. No. Um, okay. Did you say, were you just walking around throughout the day with gauze in your butthole? Yep. Yep. That, that, that can't be comfy. No, it's not great. And, uh, it definitely, uh, it definitely gave me a new appreciation for um, shit that women have to go through uh, several days out of each month. Like tampons and such? I yeah. Think, 
those I, I don't think they could feel those throughout the entire day can they uh, i would imagine so i think they just get used to it right and it's like perfectly made for that purpose i don't know what do i know i guess we could ask somebody i mean if only we knew women we could ask this question of yeah i don't i don't know any um Okay, well, that was your experience, and you didn't you didn't record any of this for me, huh? I no, you didn't it was take funny. a picture. I ironically did take a photo of the no recording in the no recording or photography in the hospital uh, sign, but uh, no, I actually uh, I tried doing it, but I was laying on my belly and I dropped the phone on the floor um, before anything even happened and i was like uh, okay um all right so that's nice did you do anything fun and exciting not particularly well my house is a fucking shambles right now um because we're redoing the kitchen so haven't you been redoing the kitchen for like six months now no so if you see that's all sheeted off so you can't go in there uh-huh do you want to see my actual kitchen where I've been cooking? Okay. Here, we'll go on a little tour. I was trying to get my bearings on where in the house you, you were doing these, but now... So this plastic yeah. sheet. Yeah. This is like what used to be like my little bar area, but now it's a Instant Pot, uh-huh. bottle warmer, microwave, like a air fryer slash toaster slash baking thing, coffee maker... Foreman grill down there somewhere. That's is that a coffee making. maker or is that a Keurig machine? A Keurig machine. You know what I mean. Um, so that's how we've done all the cooking, which is it's pretty terrible. And we've been so I can't piss in the downstairs bathroom anymore because that's our dish cleaning station. And Katie doesn't want like poop particles all over our dishes because she's a, a communist or something. But you could still shit in the in the backyard bathroom. Yeah, yeah, the backyard bathroom is always open. Uh, um, I have been pissing in the outdoor bathroom every now and again. Nice. Um, right out the front door here because no fucks were given. But, um, yeah, so we probably have a couple weeks left of that shenanigans, and it's it's getting old because there's just a lot of dishes involved with having children. Sure. Especially the youngest one, because like when Katie's not around, we bottle feed, obviously, because the alternative would be to just let him die. Um, so each bottle has like 97 parts, it feels like, so you have to wash all that shit. Right. Um, so that kind of... It's been fun. I'm ready for it to be the fuck over, but it's not. Do you remember when I... Uh, remember that like nine months when I lived in that dude's basement after I came back from yeah. my road trip? <laughs> Yeah. So, because I wasn't allowed to use the kitchen there, I all my meals at home I used I used my Keurig machine to boil water. So I ate yeah, a yeah. lot of I ate a lot of ramen then. Yeah. Uh, my meals for several months were primarily ramen and pop tarts. Um, That's good for you, right? It's really good for you. <laughs> yeah. You're basically preserved now. I don't think you can die. Yeah. And then I would, because I was working at Sunny's in Dover, I would have a actual cooked meal for dinner. And then, you know, my breakfast was basically a Pop-Tart and lunch was usually ramen. What flavor Pop-Tart are we talking? Uh, most of the time it was the... Um, Don't say it! 
No. No brown sugar cinnamon. That's, Fuck that. That's exactly. God right. damn it. No. Really? Yeah. Un- Those suck. Unfrosted. No. Unfrosted. Wow. You finally broke him. Yeah. More than he was already broken. Like, there's uh, nothing worse. There's plenty worse. I would have a fucking ecto cooler version before that. Okay. I would say genocide is worse. I mean, of Pop Tart flavors. I meant genocide flavored Pop Tarts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's saltier than you would expect. It tastes like a Sudanese mass grave. Jesus. Is that too much? I mean, by the time this comes out, people will forget about that eight people were just shot in Atlanta yesterday. Yeah, and the cops really, really pulled off that press conference. Did you see it? No. If it was like, didn't they say he was arrested without incident? Yeah, and yeah, and they were like, like other than the incident where he killed eight people, they they wouldn't call it a a hate crime because you know he only killed a bunch of Asians. But then they were like, well, you know, he was having a bad day. I'm like, are you making excuses for a mass murderer? If this guy was black, you would be like, uh, he's a savage. No, be you're, you're like, forever. he was a savage. He was. Right. <laughs> he was arrested with incident. Mm-hmm. How many times do I have to hear the word P- PIT maneuver? That, that's how they arrested him. PIT maneuver? They uh, not, used the car to knock the other car out of alignment uh, and it crashes. Oh, uh, like in the back bumper or whatever? Yeah, they're going on and on about how they use this maneuver. You're like, I don't care. Why is the guy alive? Yeah, so he sounds like a real good guy. So the, apparently he's like a sex addict, and he he viewed those massage parlors as like temptation because he would go in there and get yanked off. So he just finally – this was his this was his going cold turkey. He decided for him to go, tur- go cold turkey, those people had to go cold turkey on life. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so you can't get jerked off if you've murdered the jerker. I mean, he could have just, you know, shot himself and. Sure, sure. Or just been like, "Can I just check myself into jail? Because you still won't be able to fuck those people or get hand jobs from." Or maybe gone two streets over. What do you mean? So he didn't have to drive by the place. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he still knows it's there. His dick is like a dowsing rod for... Had he been a patron there before? They didn't say explicitly, but it's it, it was kind of implied that he was a frequenter of the Shack de la Jack. <laughs> we did class it up. <laughs> I don't know why. You, I mean, it's pretty classy to begin with. <laughs> there are people... That is service. Service with a slight frown, probably. Sure. Service with a bored look. Um. Yeah. So he seems cool. He has. Uh, speaking of facial hair, he had the not best facial hair. I would say. That was horrible. I, I haven't seen what the dude looked like. So you know, like just like the the when somebody has just a long chin beard but it's really it's really wispy yep it was just maybe four inches long no depth to it whatsoever like you could see through it and just ran the entire length of his chin it was nice it was like if you were if you had a toy car and you put it through it it'd be like it was going through a, a shitty car wash oh, oh, a guy is he he was young he was like 21 22 
Hmm. Yeah. Um, he had the look uh, facially and genetically of someone that could only attain sex through money. He was not a good looking gentleman. Hmm. Uh, in my dick's opinion. Um, you didn't find him fuckable? No. No, especially not after our first dalliance. I was like, that is enough of that. That was unpleasant, yeah. sir. Um, sir. So, the other thing that I found pretty amazing this week was the, or recently here, was the whole Dr. Seuss situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, and all the conservatives are up in an uproar about cancel culture and yeah. uh, people defending six books that either they haven't read in 40 years or never read. Or probably can't read. Right. But they got those nice uh, <laughs> Asian. The Asians are really getting it these days. Uh, they had a, they're, they're really stereotypical drawings of Asians. But the best part is is no one asked for these books to be censored. It was the Dr. Seuss Foundation. They were like, we really don't. Whoops, what the hell just happened? Uh, they were like, we really don't want to be portrayed in this way. We don't want to like Dr. Seuss to be seen in this way. And I guess he wasn't super proud of those books like towards the end of his life. So they were like, we're just going to take these out of print. Yeah, and I mean, as a he was a cartoonist first before he wrote books and he made a bunch of racist stuff early in his career that he apologized yeah he had had one whole thing where like he showed black people as like apes or something like that like yeah yeah, well and he also you know used the n-word a ton in like early comic strips yeah which is not ideal but yeah so i mean but so it wasn't like there's it wasn't no like problem. activists were asking for it to be unpublished. Like they were like, we're not going to put these out anymore. Yeah. So the best part though, is conservatives lost their ever loving minds. And then what did they do? They, their, their choice of action was to band together and buy a shit ton of Dr. Seuss books. Right. So the people responsible for these books being taken out of print have now made a fuck ton of money. Cause like, if you look at like the Amazon like book sales, like they were like the top thirty books was Doctor Seuss. They, they kept publishing all the rest of the books. They didn't cancel the fucker. Well, I they know. Took away the bad books. I know, but people were like buying all of his books. But that that makes no sense. You've just rewarded the person you should be mad at if this if you're anti censorship, mm-hmm. aka oh, yeah. well, and the thing that. The thing that, like, so many of those fucking knuckle-draggers don't understand is that books, albums, movies go out of print every day. Yeah. For yeah. a myriad of reasons. And and of the six, and I think, I think Dr. Seuss had, had 93 books and six of them. They decided not to continue publishing. Um, a big part of it was most of them, most of those weren't big sellers anyways. Yeah, I had never heard of, I don't think, any of those. I think the only one I had ever heard of uh, or even read was, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which is, that's his first, that, that was his first book. Um, uh, and it was turned into a movie in like the 70s and stuff like that, but um, I barely remember it. Yeah. So my plan is I'm going to write, I'm not going to write a book, 
I'm going to make a cover for a book with an offensive title like that, that will really get their wickets wet. Something along the lines of why trickle down economics doesn't work for the blacks. I'll, I'll put, mm-hmm. and then I'll go on. Uh, no one will have read the book. It won't even be published. I'll go on Fox news and talk about how people have canceled it. I will sell it from my own website millions of them and it'll just be blank pages with just mostly blank pages that just say you're a dumb dumb over and over and over again for 300 pages and then i will shut down my website and take my money i like that idea thank you okay that's my idea that'll be fun yeah um speaking of (laughs) of racism there's like the whole uproar about like the for like two days about the whole royal family thing with Meghan Markle. You see that? Her I didn't see the interview. Like, I've heard about it, and they were like worried about what the baby was going to look like. Yeah. I, I didn't need an interview to tell me that the British royal family might not want some darker skin in the mix. That was my first thought when she got engaged to him. I was like, they're not, they're not going to like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a surprise. Um. Oh, and then the other one was, I have fucking dum-dums on my fucking timeline complaining about the canceling of Pepe Le Pew. Have you seen fucking Pepe Le Pew? That dude, the entire cartoon is rape attempts. I I talked about him being a rapist on stage like 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, when I fucking... When I was a kid, I thought that maybe that was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Uh, I have a friend who's actually very, very liberal who has been posting about that. And they're like, it's stupid to cancel that. They're like, we've all known ever since we were kids that what he was doing was wrong. And like, no one's, no one ever thought this was something good to look up to. But I'm just like, I, whatever. I, I'm like, I don't understand why adults even care about it because i mean do children watch looney tunes still like everyone who's in an uproar about this kid stuff is all like people in their 40s that read it when they were kids i was like kids don't even like watch that stuff anymore i mean people do get pretty nostalgic about where they learned their rape techniques it's true yeah um no i mean i have two kids and they've never seen Looney Tunes. They, you know, everything they watch is like shows on Amazon Prime, Hulu, Disney Plus, yada, yeah. yada, yada. I got a um, six volume Dr. Seuss uh, set to give your kids too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. We like so, the Dr. Seuss. Yeah, well, it's it, they're the hard to find, now hard to find books. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Collectors items. Yeah, that took me way too long to figure out. That's what we wait to, someday. They won't right. be making a lot of money because there's literally millions of copies <clears throat> out there. Let's seamlessly transition into our first story, actually, because we're going right from things being. Wait, what? A rapist skunk. Oh, the host it. has disabled screen sharing. Oh, that's weird. Hold yeah, on. why'd you do that, host? Jack was doing stuff on the keyboard a minute ago. <clears throat> what do you mean stuff? Um, he was putting. I don't want to know. His, his wet nose on, on the keyboard. His lipstick. It works now? All right. So. News. 
of our demise. So the for our first story, Papa John's founder says he's trying to rid, uh, get rid of this N word in his vocabulary. Did you say trying? Trying. He's been Not trying. For, he's been trying for twenty months to really stamp out his usage of the N word in his daily lexicon. He's working on. It. He's getting there. Making some progress. Trying. He's trying. That guy is a real sweaty, weird dickhead. Uh-huh. Was he the guy that said, like, in the last 10 days, I've had, like, 30 pizzas? Yeah, yep. and he was sweating over them. They've changed. After he was, after he was, he, uh, so, you know, got let go from his own company for using the N-word. Um, yes, he... Uh, How old is he? He's got to be in, like, his 50s, right? Oh, at least, yeah. What's his name? John Schneider? How do you spell Sh- Schnatter? Let's see. John. Isn't John Schneider one of the. Uh... No, John Sh- Schneider was. Uh, uh, he was the handyman on One Day at a Time. One of the he's, good old boys that drove he's 59, the. Uh... 59 years old. The, the Sucking dude, down pizzas and rocking the N word. 59 is not old enough. To, for it to be not that it's ever really acceptable for it to be semi understandable for the n word to be in your daily language. He's almost like if you're if, if you're a hundred and I'm like all right, you've been through some shit. You've you were around when that was less frowned upon. Mm-hmm. But the dude missed um, Gen X by like five years. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's how's he's it going for him? It. Trying to get rid of it. I mean, I, he sounds optimistic. Sounds really good. Like he, um, I don't know, he wears like one of those dog bark collars when he uh, tries to say it. He gets shocked. He doesn't, but that'd be nice. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what just trying to get rid of it means. Like, just don't say it. And how often do you have a knee, knee jerk reaction to just, just drop it? Is he trying to get credit for trying? Yeah, yeah. We all we're all trying to grow as people, or not completely devolve into giant pieces of shit. Like this guy. Yeah, he he started as a piece of shit, um, and his pizza can. Is Papa John's pizza good? No, not particularly. The only the only time I ever had it was when I worked at the Manchester Best Buy for like a year because there was a Papa John's there, and uh, Chris Perfetti had some sort of deal with them, but they're not a New Hampshire based company, right? No, he's from, he's from a place where the N word is more, uh, he's from Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. I think, isn't that where the KKK started? I don't know. I think that's true. Uh, let's find out. I know that there's the, New Hampshire has more KKK members than anywhere else per capita. New Hampshire does? Yeah. Good for us. That's not great. I never would have guessed that, but. I'm trying to. I'm. Googling it. Uh, Let's see. He uses Yahoo. Tennessee. Oh, really? was founded on December 24th, 1865, shortly after the Civil War. Okay. I was wrong. All right. Uh, next. Did you see this one? The announcer who yes. called high school basketball team the N-word? 
Yes. He busted that out. Um, did you see this one, Scott? No. How so, about instead of saying the N-word, we just start saying Papa John? And Okay, so he busted out the Papa John, yeah. uh, the, the, the stuffed cheesy crust. Um, so he was calling the game, like, you know, announcing it. I didn't know high school girls basketball games had announcers, but he was him and one other guy were the announcers or the commentators, I should say. And one team that was predominantly black, but not completely, uh, was about to play. I think pretty the Meghan Markle. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, was about to play pretty much an all white team. And the uh, team that was predominantly black took a knee during the national anthem because that's, a you know, I guess still a thing. Um, and he was like and he thought the mic was off. You know what I mean? He thought they were weren't putting sound out because the national anthem was playing. And he was like, "Oh, look at these, blah 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 blah." You know, he kind of—I'm sure you can imagine roughly where he went. The other guy just sat there silently. But anyway, that's not, you know, groundbreaking news. Man, racist. The best part is his excuse for it was that he's a diabetic. He hadn't eaten in a little while. He's a former youth pastor, by the way. He hadn't eaten in a little while, so his diabetes was acting up. Did you read his statement at the bottom of the page? That looks really good. I will state that I suffer type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate. As well as hurtful. <laughs> so he does it all the time. I do not believe that I would have made such a horrible statement uh, absent my sugar spiking. I need to work with John Schnatter to get the N-word out of my vocabulary. Um, I like underneath where it says, JDRF, a nonprofit advocacy group for type 1 diabetes research, responded in a tweet, there are a lot of symptoms of high blood sugar. Racism is not one of them. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. I mean... He should have gone with like Tourette's or something like that. That could be believable. Um, his, his exact quote was, I hope Norman gets their ass kicked. Fucking Papa John's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He said it. It doesn't that. sound like he was disorientated at all. It was just a piece of shit who got caught. Yeah. He yeah. didn't say it with the A ending. It was definitely a hard ER. Wow. Yeah. Papa so, Johners. Yeah. <laughs> Not Papa Johnas. Yeah. And then I more. Never, I, I, that always annoyed me when people that use that as like a differentiator. Um, so. Hey, Papa John. <laughs> what's this woman's name? Raffaella Spone was arrested by, in Pennsylvania, by the Hilltown Township Police on March 10th. Amid accusations that she created so-called deepfakes, digitally altered videos and images that can appear realistic, depicting some of the girls nude. So what she did is her daughter was trying to make this cheer team or whatever, and she had rivals to make the cheer team. So her solution to that was to make deepfakes of those rival girls naked. Wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, She depicted some of the girls nude, smoking and drinking alcohol. Are they, are they minors? Yeah. Yep. Now, my, I wonder if that is considered 
child pornography. Then even I th- if I thought you were just going to say if it was considered uncool, because yeah, it is. Um, I she's not charged with that. She's charged with three counts of cyber harassment of a child and three counts of harassment arising from her use of the deep fakes, which uh, that sounds like a super specific law. Right. And How, how's her daughter holding up after this unbelievable nightmare of her mother? Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. One charge of excessive country. <laughs> so uh, did her, did her daughter make, make the cheer squad? No, I don't think so. Huh. Like whatever happened to like, if your kid doesn't succeed at something, being like, "Hey, you should practice more and be better at it," as opposed to, "Hey, or I'm gonna make emotionally them. abuse your child. You don't have to take it out on other kids." Exactly. Just your ruin your walk by. Yeah. Okay. You oh, you want me to ask her? her? Yeah. I have a quick question. When a woman has a tampon in, can you like feel it all day? Hey. No, she said you can't. She said you can't, and she said it as if I should have known that. She goes, no. Uh, tell her that the only thing that uh, we talk about that makes Duncan uncomfortable is when we talk about uh, tampons. Stop it! Uh, yeah. Um, Isabella Rossellini doesn't like it when we talk about tampons. He's very gynophobic. He's very gynophobic, Scott says. Yeah. Um, Where I, on the other hand, am Obi-Gan Kenobi. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, however, is Obi-Gan Kenobi. (laughs) Um, Do you think you could feel it if you had a bloody piece of gauze in your ass all day? Well, it wasn't bloody when I put it in. It gets bloody because my hemorrhoids are leaking. It's pretty quickly a bloody piece piece of gauze. Um, it smelled really weird too. Like I, when I would take it out. Uh, what do you mean? How big was the piece of gauze? She asked. She wants more information. So it's a. I, it was a four inch by four inch. Four inch pad, by four inch. And then I would fold it. Folded. And then put it in, like basically put it in my. Put it in like a like a like it's going in the mail. Yeah, huh? exactly. Did it dry up or get stuck? And get stuck, she asked. No, Those are the types change- of questions you get from a nurse. <laughs> I would change what it. What the hell is wrong with you, people? I would change it about every four hours. She left the room. She got a phone call. She's smart. Um, I would put a fresh one in. No, right this is where she, this is where she thrives. This is her. No. This is her wheelhouse. But it, it, I mean, it just it smelled like old blood when I smelled it. And sh- and ass sweat. I would no, imagine. I <laughs> it didn't really smell like ass. Really? <clears throat> but cause, because I didn't want to get an infection, I was making sure I was wiping pretty good. And I was like, I, I was like, all right, I would wipe until all I was seeing on the toilet paper was blood. No more shit, just blood. Jesus Christ <laughs> almighty. <laughs> uh. I think you even got Because when, when I would start wiping. Man, I'm first, hungry. Like, the two or, first two or three. Looked like I had opened up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, because you got the brown uh-huh. and then the dark red. Of course. Yeah, and then kept wiping, and then eventually it was just blood. As you do. Yep. Um, that might be too much. Not peanut sharing. Butter. I mean wiping. Uh, well, I didn't want to get caca in my open wound. Which is understandable, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next story. You'll, uh, the one time you 
you should have gotten the shower. You didn't go in the shower. No, this is like three times a day after I'd take a oh. shit. I would just have to, you know, I'd kick a leg up and just fucking. And then I would put a fresh uh, thing of gauze in. For your, your battle wound. And now my farts don't make that sound anymore. We knew that was going to happen. Yeah. What? Oh, be, are, do you, are you still rocking the gauze? Are you past that? No, I'm past it. They shaved him. Yeah. Um, all right, next. I find this stupid. So as an artist, tell me how you feel about this. So a bo- blockchain company, which I don't even really know what that means anymore, uh, buys and burns uh, original Banksy artwork to turn it into a digital original. This is a thing now that I've heard of several times. Companies taking piece a piece of art, a $95,000 original Banksy, burning it and broadcasting it live on Twitter, all part of a process of turning the work into a virtual asset called a non-fungible token. Yeah, I have a friend who's a photographer who's now dipping it. She's a Karen Jerzyk. She's a New Hampshire photographer, very talented, but she's she's dipping her toes into the water of this and creating digital only content for, for people for like high prices. I, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand it either. So a oh. people can't really hang this on their wall unless they then print it out. Right? No, it's, um, usually it's something that like, you know, you have a, a, a television or something and it's displayed that way, but you can only do it like, it's encrypted, so you can't share it and unless unless you are the person who purchased it. You can't even display it on something. It's got like you have to give them your IP address and everything, and it's like only viewable on like whatever device you send it to. So you can't share it or anything. This this sounds like it. Re- this makes me upset. Yeah, I had to uh, consult my financial consultant, Mike guys? Mike Dion. Guys. <laughs> Did you guys announce on this episode that you will make an NFT version of one of these episodes for anyone for pick a number? What do you want? 250 grand? Sure. Uh, I'm going to be trying to sell it to Martin Scarelli, the guy that bought that Wu-Tang album. You'll make a custom NFT episode. 250 grand. Get in touch through the website. Newsbartomitis.com. I'm not convinced that Scott is non-fungible. He seems to probably have lots of fungus. If this episode will only be available to the person who buys the NFT. I mean, that uh, that drywall in my old bathroom proves that I'm very fungible. <laughs> no, that's fungible. Uh, and uh, L- Lacey did respond to me. She has no memory of the, the piss mushrooms, so she thinks it happened after she moved out. That might have been why she moved out. That's not something that she would forget. Like I said, I've said this before, but I'm pretty sure she's blocked out most of the her memories of her relationship with me. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not very nice of her. Okay, moving on. So this is pretty crazy. The last known widow of a Civil War veteran died at 101. Think about that. Okay. I mean, I didn't think that was mathematically possible. But it does make sense if you look at uh, at the facts of the matter. So she's 101, which only brings her back to what? Getting born still in the 19 at 1920. You know, mm-hmm. the fucking Civil War was 1865 was over. 
So what so happened how old was, was her, so she was 17 when she got married. How old was her husband when they got married? 93. 93. Yeah, get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so in ni- in 1936 when Jackson was 17 years old, she married James Bolin, a 93-year-old widower who served in the 14th Missouri Cavalry. Uh, so at least he was on the wrong side too. Yeah. Um, how uh, how old was he when he died? 93 and a half. <laughs> Probably. Um, let me see. Oh, he I died like in nineteen thirty. That's a bit of an age gap. He died. <laughs> Good call. He died. At, yeah, he when she was born, he was what seventy six. Seventy six. No, seventy five. Um, so no, seventy six. Um, so yeah, he died three years later. So he lived to ninety six. So they uh, they had three years of slow paced love. <laughs> What do you think of what sort of – I just can't even think of what sort of thing that the human mind does to block out the taste of 93-year-old dick. <laughs> I mean she had no memory of the best mushrooms in their bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's, she was only 20 when he died. Yeah. Yeah. So she had another 81 years to think about what she had done. Yeah. She was fueled. She lived purely on hatred. Was uh, was he rich? What, like, I want to know this story. Um, yeah. He said that he would leave me his union pension, Jackson told the historian Hamilton. C. Clark in an interview. It was during the Depression and times were hard. He said it might be my only way of leaving the farm. Um, so this was, I think, just purely for love. This situation sounds uh, like it. Yeah, uh, he had recorded the wedding in his personal in his personal Bible, which was now part of a rotating exhibit on Jackson uh, that has traveled to blah blah blah. Um, Jackson never applied for the pension or remarried. Hmm. Uh, she had been private about her story until 2017 because she figured, you know, I'm 98 or 97. Might as well tell some tales. Uh, when she shared the details while uh, while working on the details, that's not well written, of her funeral with her minister. Um how do you explain how do you explain that you married somebody with such a difference in age um i had great respect for mr bolin and i did not want him to be hurt by the scorn of wagging tongues interesting (sighs) exhausting yeah that's pretty crazy though um oh this next this next story it's not even that amazing i just like the word um, whoops. Gay polythropple makes what history. What are you talking about? List three dads on birth certificate. Okay. I like thropple. Um, I think it's thruple. Thruple? Yeah. Couple thruple? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if two people are a couple, um, three people should be a I don't think you can say both poly and thruple. I feel because. Yeah, they're kind of. Like, if you're poly, that's I feel like you're open to the whole world. If you're if it's if it's a three people in a committed thing, then it's a thruple. 
and you can't be both. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of them is a doctor, Dr. Ian Jenkins and his partners, Jeremy Hodges and Dr. Alan Mayfield. Two of them are doctors. These guys are rolling in cash. Which of those? Yeah, I think it's the two taller ones are the doctor, and then the other one is just the, uh, you know. Houseboy? Yeah, the, the, the drawbridge in this Eiffel Tower. <laughs> yeah, that's how he's standing in this. Uh, yeah, he's, he, I believe he is the stay-at-home mom. He is the one holding the baby in this photo. Mm-hmm. Um, good for them. Yeah. Not bad. Um, I just like the word throuple. Throuple. Sorry, I keep saying it wrong. Uh, one of them is a medical doctor. One of them is a psychiatrist. So, next, another uh, story about involving gay or people who are gay or was were gay and one of them needs a psychiatrist. Um, Milo Yiannopoulos says he is ex-gay and wants to rehabilitate via conversion therapy. This dude's a real piece of shit. Piece of fucking shit. I don't know who this is. Really? He was like like that con- super Apple. conservative firebrand who would just say pro- he was a provocateur. He would just say super provocative things to piss off the left. And he was gay and married to a Muslim man, but he was ultra right wing. He's British. Um, I don't like him because he's British. Yeah, there you go. But so now, so he got very much, I guess, canceled and deplatformed everywhere because he was such a not great person. So mm-hmm. he all of a sudden went from making a fair amount of money off of his his g- grift to being like something like $3 million in debt. So I think this is his attempt at a comeback. Huh. Uh, yeah. He is also the one that said like, he once said that sex between 13 year olds and older men can be life affirming. That's what he was really eventually canceled for. Right. Uh, he has uh, decided to become sodomy free. I feel like the world has decided for him that he is sodomy free because no one wants to fuck him. I guess he still lives with his now, I guess, ex-husband. His roommate for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said uh, said of his husband, the guy I lived with was demoted to housemate, which hasn't been easy for either of us. It helps that I can still just about afford to keep him in Givenchy, which I assume is some fashion brand, and yeah. a new port and a new Porsche every year could be worse for him, I guess. It's Givenchy. That seems uh, awfully generous uh, to be buying for someone you're not fucking. Yeah, um, I, I bet he is. Yeah, I mean the things he says in here, he like he says it as if he was just doing it to upset his parents initially. Like he he didn't he, he's trying to say he wasn't gay. If you weren't gay, then you don't need conversion therapy at all. You can just be like, just kidding. But anyway, he's getting them all about the puss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is very effeminate too. So it's going to sound very funny when he says that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, did you see this stupid mask burning, fucking shenanigans get oh. together they had? In Idaho, 
these Idahitians, they're they're can't be trusted. Why are they burning masks? Yeah, it's children. They're giving all the masks to their children for their children to burn the masks in a burning barrel like they're homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, masks are evil, man. Well, they've got the all these signs. They're pro, like, where are they protesting outside of? Uh, hmm. I guess the Capitol in Boise. Yeah, they never had. I mean, in Idaho, never had a statewide mask mandate. Anyway, so I mean, New Hampshire doesn't anymore either because Chris is a cunt. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think this is unnecessary. Like. This seems retarded. Word you're not supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I don't have anything funny to say about this other than they're dumb dumbs. I mean, if 2020 taught me anything, is there's far more uh, stupid fucking Americans than I ever imagined. Really? I mean, I knew there were dumb people. I just didn't realize, like close to half of this country are fucking idiots. Sure. Um, so going uh, after this, we were, I'm doing a little couple products here. They are related in this particular case. Um, as a lover of cheese, I'm going to go ahead and assume you like yourself some pizza when you're allowing yourself to eat such things. Yeah. I, uh, I eat a delicious gluten-free pizza a couple times a week. Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. How's that working out for you? It's good. Is it a uh, pizza from your place of employment? Uh-huh. Oh, delish. Um, so the first one is in Des Moines, Iowa. I mean, I to me, pizza I takes pizza pretty seriously, and these people are really fucking it up. But so this one is uh, some Fruit Loops pizza. Garbage. What is wrong with you? This brings up a pizza question that I legitimately had. I'll wait till you're done talking about this pizza, but I thought about um, something today. So you want to describe what this looks like here? Not really. Um, it so it's a <laughs> it's a white pizza. It looks like I don't see any sauce. Uh, it's just a bunch of melted cheese with uh, fucking Fruit Loops melted into it. Is it cheese though? It's it's from Fong's Pizza, which is your first. I did. Mean, something has be, gone awry. It could be. That's uh, like, oh, where'd you get that? Uh, where'd you get your your fucking crab rangoons? Uh, Salvatore's crab yeah. rangoon shop. Uh, I'm pretty sure it, it's probably like uh, white yogurt or something like that. Um, you know, when you see like pretzels, like yogurt covered pretzels, that's where yeah. it might be. Looks fucking awful. <laughs> it does look really bad. So it's supposed to be a breakfast pizza, which. Well, that's, regular, that, regular, that's not a thing. Regular pizza is breakfast pizza if you just wake they up have, and want to eat it. They have breakfast pizza at... Stop saying breakfast pizza. That's not a thing. They have an O'Brien's down the street. What the fuck is O'Brien's? Next to Master McGrath. I like it when the... Uh, that is not down the street. That's like hard. five miles from here. Yeah, their they're they're Loopy Fruits breakfast pizza is now available from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Daily at Fong's Pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 
just somebody like that's somebody being a, just a dickhead and like they they gotta know mm-hmm. somewhere i'm trying to figure out exactly what that white stuff is but maybe i don't I've said know. that a couple times <laughs> um so i i made some uh argentinian uh shrimp the other day okay um and you know i loves me some uh, cocktail sauce uh too and uh uh, I actually got some homemade cocktail sauce or housemade uh, from on the vine here in Exeter today. Yeah. But uh, I was wondering, has it? Because I I put the shrimp on my pizza that I had the other day, and I was like, I wonder if anyone's ever made a pizza, but instead of the marinara sauce, you use cocktail sauce. Like, could you make a shrimp cocktail pizza? And that's monstrous. I'm gonna try it. It's all Why am I feeding back all of a sudden? Is that all of a sudden? Yeah, I can just hear myself. Oh, now I can. Your wife is made of magnetic energy. Turn your. Um, <laughs> no, I can't now. Speaker down just a little. No, I'm not on speakers. I'm on headphones. Yeah. There's no sound. All right, hold on. Let me get it. No, it's fine now. We're fine now. Sure. Yeah. How about now? Go. It's fine now. Stop. I just stop trying okay, to fix guys. a thing that's not broken. How about now? That's good. That's perfect. Um, so there was another pizza that now pales in comparison to the monstrosity that you're mentioning. Um, but it's still real dumb. So there's a pizza place in Pittsburgh, and I guess there's a couple of places out on Long Island that does this too. This is like legitimately a thing where they just make a pizza, right? Like with a little bit of cheese on it, and then just dump a bunch of uncooked fucking cheese on it. Look at this. Look at this fucking dog shit. Here you go. That I mean, that's pretty much what uh, uh, Christie's Pizza on Salisbury Beach looks like. You know what I had yesterday? Tell me. Christie's Pizza on Hampton Beach. But they they mailed. No, you had. Did you have Christie's or Tripoli? Christie's. It's on Hampton Beach, right at the end of M Street. I used to have it like daily. So they just put like, if you want extra cheese, they put. A slice of provolone on it and throw it in the fucking oven for a couple minutes and melt it provolone's off. Provolone's like one of the most dog shit cheeses. You shut your mouth. Provolone is great. It's not. Yeah. For some reason, so like I hadn't had, because I used to rent a place on the beach there one winter when I worked at, when I first started working at Best Buy way back in the day, we, me and some friends spent one winter renting there and because it's super cheap in the winter because nobody wants to be there in the winter. Right. Um, and so I started yeah, eating Christie's pizza. Terrible. Yeah. I started eating Christie's pizza super frequently and it's like, yeah. it got really addicted. Yeah. I think it's cause there's like sugar in the sauce or something. Uh, there's a ton of sugar in the sauce. Yeah. So I hadn't had it in years and years. And like lately I've had a lot of like patients down in, on the beach there. So yeah. I was driving by and I was like, I'm going to try this shit. I haven't had it in forever. And the first time I tried it, I was like, this isn't as good as I remember it to be. And then I had it one more time, and now I'm, like, craving it an odd amount. Yeah. We did a um, – uh, so when I was living in Arizona, because I introduced Lacey to Christie's and Trip, like, because we, we, we lived on North Beach, and we would, like, during the summertime, we would walk the, like, three miles from our house down to uh, Christie's and back and get, you know, a couple slices. And then I took her down to – Salisbury Beach, where Christie's and Tripoli are like right next to each other. Yeah, and we we did the the 
the box of nine challenge where we got one from each of them, like one box of nine from each, and then like tried to decide which one was better. What was the I don't remember. Uh, we both lost though in that uh, in that race because we both ate an entire box of nine, which I'm not gonna lie, back in the day was not that difficult for me. Um, did you ever tell you about me and Bill doing the Crave Crave Case Case Race Race? Let's go for it. Nope, I don't think uh, so. So this is when I was helping. I helped him move back to Minnesota. So this was in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and the Crave Crave Case Case Race Race is you get a Crave case. You know what a Crave case is? It's from Taco Bell, right? Nope. It's from White Castle. White Castle. Oh, right, right, right. It is 30 White Castle burgers. And then... So you, four regular hamburgers. Yeah. No, it's a lot more than that. And then you get yourself a 30-pack of beer, and you have to do one, 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 and one, like, until you finish it all. Okay. Um... We did not finish because we started it at 3 a.m. after like a full day of drinking. Yeah. I think I topped out at like 17 or something like that. I didn't feel very good. Remember that really? time that you and I both each tried to eat 60 chicken McNuggets? <laughs> yeah. I think I ate. Well, we tried to eat 50. 50. And yeah, you ended up eating like 56 and I had like 44. Yeah, I didn't feel very good after that either. No, you said you felt terrible the whole next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't good. If we could keep them hot, I think I would have been able to eat even more. I'm pretty positive that was the last time I've had chicken McNuggets. Yeah, we should. We should. I uh, know. I was gonna say we should eat something else ridiculous, but I think it's a good idea. I'm sure did you, you uh, did you work with Chris Hamilton at Best Buy? Uh, I've seen him a bunch in the last few weeks because uh, I fixed a watch for him. Yeah. That's the end of that story. That's a good story. Thank you. We did not <laughs> do any uh, Crave casing. No? No. All right. Boring. Um, He's right. got a real, real dirty beard now. Okay. Make sure he knows about it. You should tell him that. Mm-hmm. That's good. <clears throat> All right. Let's end this episode, episode. We'll do another one and okay. pretend it's a week later. The end. The end. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Hey, yo.